Good morning, you guys. Good afternoon. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I am your host, Crystal Crawford. At least I think that's who I am today. Last time I checked, I'm still named that. I created this week's topic last night at around 11.30 p.m. Hi, Tanya. <laughs> and I called it, uh, where is the start beyond the stop? I was gonna make it this really long title that was like talking about, you know, stopping yourself and da 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 And I was like, but wait, what are we, what's the creative, you know, angle on this? What are we, what could we be looking for that we haven't yet started to look for? So, hey Sandy, hey Katie. Hi, Christiane. Hi, Sandy. Christiane, I think you sent me in something. Let me look here. So every week I do this show. Hey, Sandy Lynn. Did I say that already? Hi again. Um, you guys are always welcome to ask questions. So if you have any questions about, you know, stopping yourself or what it is, what it is you could be asking or any, if like, if you'd like a tool for your thing and you are looking for your start beyond the stop, go ahead and ask me and I will talk about it today. Hi, Bruna. Hi, Michael. Um, Christian actually did send in something, so let me start there and then we'll just keep going. The, this topic came up because I'm starting a business program on Wednesday called Actualize Business. You're all invited. Most of you won't choose it. That's okay. Uh, but I had a, I did a, a five-day Actualize Business challenge and this happened last week. A lot of you played. I like 160 of you played, which was so good. And it was so fun because when I create these challenges, I create them so that you have a reason to go back into the group and I have a reason to talk to you, you know, because otherwise we're just all online and hi Pilar, hi Rebecca. Um, we're all online and we don't actually get to interact. So a lot of the reason I do these challenges is one to like invite you to something, but also so I get to talk to you. And um, so I did. And what was really cool, it was cool to see a lot of you, you know, like, hey, Lene. Um, Everybody did something different. There was a big group that like signed up for the challenge and left it in their library and never touched it. There was a big group that got into it and started playing and like got through days one and two and it was great. But there was a big group that got to three and four and five and was like, ah, and then a few people that went all the way through. I knew that would be, that would occur. First of all, there's never a formula for what it is you want to create. Okay. And, but, but sometimes it's helpful. Like when you're learning music, I'm sitting at the piano right now, which I don't know if you can see sort of so when you're when you're learning music when I learned music um, I started out learning classical piano and we I it was the Suzuki method and so in the Suzuki method you listen it's you're you're basically ear training music the same way you would language actually the same way kids learn language is the way we start to learn the piano and that's actually how the whole method was created they started to look at how little children learn languages and so they created this piano method based on that which is amazing so i can pick out notes and songs and things very easily because from when i was a kid what we did is we basically played these cassette tapes of this music over and over and over and over and then um and then we opened a book of music and but i didn't really understand what was on the page i understood what i was hearing and i understood the keys so i played a lot from ear and it was actually learning to read music that was really hard for me because it was too, actually now that I'm looking at it, it was too slow. I had to do the thing on the page, then translate that into my keys, and then I couldn't have my eyes on my fingers. And so reading music for me was really difficult. But I, but I said all that to say that 
learning music, you start by learning someone else's music. You start by learning, so I learned Mozart and Beethoven and uh, Schumann and you know all, all the Baroque composers, you know, all the really bright and light, um, very technically adept composers. So I can do scales really easily, like all my fingers work really well because that's what I was taught. So, so that's when you're learning music, that's what you do. When you're learning language, that's what you do. You actually learn common phrases and where's the bathroom and how do I get a beer and do you want to sleep with me? I don't think they teach you that in high school, but they should. Do you have condoms would be another really great question. <laughs> how do you say do you have condoms in Spanish? That is a helpful, helpful phrase, my friends. Um, So anyway, and then once you learn that stuff, once you have vocabulary, once you get sentence structure, once you get how to play the piano and scales and all that stuff, then you start to create your own music if you want. So what I did with the challenge is I, hey, I invited people to a structure. I'm like, hey, try this on for five days. Do this piece, do this piece, do this piece. I know all of those pieces are required for a really super vibrant, successful business at some point, maybe not right up front. And so people dove in. And so what shows up when you begin to choose in any direction, always, is all of the points of view that you've bought or you're aware of that will stop you, always. I'll tell you a quick story. I like this, I like this topic. I have, I'm putting my beautiful apartment up for rent again. I'm ready to have a bigger place, but I'm also going traveling forever. I'm gonna be gone for all summer. I'm gonna be gone all summer. I'm gonna be in Calgary facilitating, then I'm traveling to Europe to go to Vienna, then Slovenia to facilitate, then, uh, then I'm taking some classes in Paris, then I'm facilitating in England, then I'm facilitating in Canada, then I'm spending a month with my friend. Like, it's crazy, I'm not gonna be home. So, and I want a bigger place. So anyway, so my place is up for rent and I put it on Airbnb. Well, yesterday I got a ping, you know, and this couple had had requested to rent my place for all summer, all summer. They wanted to be here. So they did something out of the ordinary. This was their first time airbnb and they were like, can we, I know this is not normal. Can we come and see it? They're right down the road. I'm right here. I'm like, yeah, of course. So they come by. They're this really snappy, snappy looking, gorgeous like couple who's, you know, probably in their mid-50s. They've got a grown son who's getting married, and they are just ready to change their lives. They're just ready for a different thing. They've been doing the same house and raising kids and all this stuff for all this time, and now they're ready to change their life. And so they thought they'd rent a beautiful place in Serenby, which is the neighborhood I live in. It's this wellness community with farmers markets on Saturdays and like outdoor concerts and outdoor plays and art everywhere. It's so cool. Three restaurants on the property. This is such a cool place to live. Let's just rent a place there for the summer and then we'll, you know, be there and, and hi Shelly, hi Mia, um, and whatever and see what happens. So they came in and they looked around and they loved it. And they were like, we're in, we're in, we'll take it. And I was like, amazing. So we worked out the finer points, you know, they're gonna send me a deposit, I'm gonna sign a little thing, blah, blah, blah. Great, four hours after they show up, right? It turns out right after they came to visit me, changed their life completely, they went to visit their mother, one of their mothers, who's in a care home. She's being cared for. And I don't know all the details, but what I get later, about four hours later was, oh my God, I'm so sorry, we were so excited, but we went to visit one of our moms and the care she's not getting is not good and we got all this information and we're gonna we're gonna choose to, to bring her home and take care of her here instead 
I'm not, this is not, a, this is not a show debating the finer points of whether or not you should or should not care for your parents. What was so interesting about that is they were so ready to completely change their life. And the choice they made instead was to not, was to actually do this other thing. And all I looked at was the energy. And that's really all I ever look at with any choice is I look at, hey, does that choice you know, expand or contract their future? And when I looked at the choice, their whole choice world went like this. But I've seen that over and over and over and over and over with people saying, I want this and I want this and I wanna create this and I wanna create this. And the moment they choose it, the moment they start to move forward and all this stuff comes up to clear is the moment that they give up on themselves and they go back into doubt and guilt and fear which by the way, are all distractor implants. Now, let's talk about that for a minute because I actually just watched, if you don't know Shannon O'Hara, she's another facilitator and she did, a whole she did a whole series of videos like on each distractor implant. There's 24 of them, you guys. What is a distractor implant? It is designed, created to distract you from knowing that you know and from choosing. Brilliant, guess what some of them are? Guilt is a distractor implant. Fear is a distractor implant. Shame is a distractor implant. Blame is a distractor implant. Um, there's 24. So love, sex, jealousy, peace, life, living, death, reality, anger, rage, fury, and hate. Business. Business is a distractor implant. Um, fear, doubt, business, and relationship. Uh, there's more that I can't think of right now. There's a whole book on it called Living Beyond Distraction. So what happens? So you choose more than you've ever chosen before. You're like, I'm actualizing this business. I don't know how, I've never done this before. I don't even know what it's gonna take, um, but I'm in. And you just start somewhere. And that's what this whole program is. It's like, we are, I'm we're gonna take six months and we're gonna start places every month. Hey, we're starting here. We're actualizing this stuff. This is a doing and being program, right? The, the point is to actualize things, not just talk about them, not just pock and pod why you can't, but actually do things. Why? Because choice, creates awareness. Until you start to choose things, you don't have the awareness you need to make the next choice. And what so many of us do is we spin around and around and around and around in our heads, never making a choice. So that, reason, reason, reason. So that we don't get it wrong, so that we don't do the wrong thing, so that we don't start wrong. Oh wait, so that we don't do it wrong, <laughs> right? Mostly just so we don't do it wrong. And we don't know what right is, so we don't do the right, we don't start on the right thing because we don't know what that is and we don't want to do it wrong, so we don't do the wrong thing. And so we just sit in a pool of indecision and then it turns into apathy and then depression. And I mean, it just depends on who you're talking to with how extreme it gets. But that's what we create for ourselves instead. And so what I would invite you to do first off is everything that is times a godzillion everywhere you've decided that thing that you do with yourself is more valuable then really choosing what you'd like to create. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyond. Now, if you don't know what that crazy statement is, I just said, go to theclearingstatement.com and you'll find out everything you need to know. Um, so, so right before you're about to succeed, all this stuff comes up. Now, here's the thing. When you do not acknowledge what a thing is, so for example, if you don't acknowledge that guilt is a distractor implant and you just feel it, right? You're just in guilt. You're just feeling guilt. You're washed with guilt. You fell into a pool of guilt for going, on, going out and living your life, for choosing for you, for, 
you know, you've got kids, but you're choosing to go to Africa for a week, you know, you selfish bitch, you know, and you're like, you find yourself, let's put it in those words for a minute, in a puddle of doubt. What do you do? Don't go into why you feel guilty. Getting yourself out of and into creation, out of the shit and into creation is being a great fucking facilitator of yourself. And that has several facets to it. And one of them is being super present with you. Because what we like to do is we like to get carried away with our feelings. Just because you feel something does not make it real. And by real, I mean real. Guilt is a distractor implant. Does that make it real? No. It just makes it a creation. Somebody created it, maybe. Somebody created it, you bought it, it felt real to you, there's intensity in your body, it's making you cry, you're all these things. Your mom used to use it to manipulate you and so all of a sudden it's real, it's a reality. Reality, that which is and can't be argued about. Based on what? Based on the fact that you feel it? based on the fact that somebody else feels it, based on the fact that some therapist told you it was real, based on what is it real? So when you buy it as a real thing, it's a real feeling and I need to work through it. There's your first false premise that's gonna stick you right in place. Why? Because it's not true. And how do you know that? Does it make you feel lighter when you say that? Every single thing that's true for you will give you a sense of space and lightness. Everything that's not true will not give you that sense of space and lightness. It will give you that sense of heaviness. So does guilt make you lighter? No. Well, then it's not true. But I feel it and I should. And, I, and then we'll go into the stories that justify the feeling, right? This is all the things. And everything I'm weaving through this conversation is in the 10 Keys to Total Freedom by Gary and Dane, Gary Douglas and Dane here, and Living Beyond Distraction which is another book. So if you need those links, just let me know and I'll pop them in there for you. So, okay, we're doing this thing. We're going to go. And all of a sudden we feel guilty. Now what do you do? Do you buy it as real or do you go, oh, wait, I know what guilt is. Guilt is a distractor implant. Now you got to be pretty fucking present with yourself to just have this conversation with yourself. Because if you get swept away by the feeling of it, you're already gone. You are gone. The gift of you is gone in a, in, a, in a sweeping choice for guilt. You're gone. You're no longer there. The gift of you is missing in a big fucking torrent of guilt that you think is more valuable than you. So that's okay because you are, um, I'm so grateful. Good. I'm glad. This seems to be relevant to a lot of you. So. So, okay, you get swept away. So now you're down at the bottom of the stream with the log jam that's down there because the flood came of you. The flood of your, your interesting choices sent you into a log jam at the bottom of the river. Your leg might be broken. You're like, well, now what? <laughs> that's fine. You can, you can start to change there too. We have a new choice in every 10 seconds. Doesn't matter if you're in the log jam or right before the log jam. Because as you start to get the guilt as a distractor implant, you're the space between you recognizing it and being swept away by it will grow, okay? Will grow, it will grow. I remember when I learned that frustration was a choice. Y'all, frustration was my favorite thing. I was frustrated about everything. I was frustrated about how slow everything was. I was frustrated with, uh, about other people. I was frustrated about driving. I was frustrated about time frames. I was frustrated by myself. I was frustrated by everything. 
okay? That moment when you discover that frustration is a choice. It's not a feeling. Feelings happen to you. They, these things we're talking about do not happen to you. You choose them, but they've been unconscious for so long, they don't feel like a choice. They feel automatic. So you stop and you just sit in feelings for however long you do. It depends on the feeling. We're, we've kind of been going on guilt, but let's take guilt. So swept away by guilt. Now you're at the bottom of the in the log jam and you're like, okay, what do I know about guilt? I can keep feeling shitty and not choose the life that I'd like to choose or I can fucking choose something else. So what do I know about guilt? Right, distractor implant. Distractor. Guilt is meant to distract me from what I can actually choose. Well, what can I actually choose? Yeah, and what, but what might happen at that point is you get all these stories that come up. Yeah, but if I choose that, then if I choose that, then my husband will leave me. If I choose that, then my kids will be pissed. If I choose that, then I don't know what's going to happen with my job and I don't know how I'm going to do it. And all these stories are going to come up. Why? Because you're about to choose beyond what you've ever chosen before, bitches. So guess what's gonna come up? Every single possible thing that you could use to limit you. Why? I have no idea why. I don't know if it's cause we're pioneers in a new reality and we're just willing to fucking choose beyond what everybody else buys as real. By the way, that's you. You're willing to choose beyond what everybody else buys as real. I don't know if you've acknowledged that about yourself. You would not be watching my fucking videos if they, you did not have that capacity in some way. So I don't know why it comes up, but it does. So then what are you gonna do with it? Then it's like, you know, you don't think that when I choose, you know, like I'm, I'm creating myself into a speaker right now. I have yet to go into module two where we actually compose the speech. I'm currently not choosing that. And I have whys, but they're not relevant. So I've been observing myself not choosing to go into that module. And I'm like, well, how would you like to handle this self? Do you wanna keep avoiding it? Is now the time? Would you like to do it while you're traveling? Do you wanna schedule it? What would you like to do with this? but I'm having a conscious conversation with myself. I'm not going into, I can't and here's why, and will somebody please pock and pod me because I'm having a problem. I'm not having a problem. I'm just not choosing to do module two yet. That's it. That makes it so goddamn simple. Cause then I can sit there and look at that and go, well, I'm just not choosing that. Well, would you like to choose that? Well, not yet. Well, how about now? No. Well, do you want to schedule this? What do you know about yourself, Crystal? If you just keep doing this, what do you know about you? Well, I know that I probably won't do anything with it if I don't do something with it. <laughs> so what does that look like, Crystal? Me to me, me to me, me to me. Well, let's see, have I done this before in the past? How have I gotten around this particular thing that I like to do with myself to keep me from being greater? I do this to me all the time. So I'm in that process right now with me. I could just stay there and be stopped. I never have to be a speaker. Nobody cares. Maybe if I had been a speaker at one point, like Anthony Bourdain died, I miss him somehow. I didn't watch a lot of his stuff, but I miss him, right? Like, he's not in the world anymore. So maybe after I've been really well known, you know, I mean, 100,000 of you know me right now, but maybe after I'm really well known, this is crazy talk. Maybe then people would miss me, but you know, they won't miss what I don't do. It is not about you guys. It's not about the people that I'm gonna speak to. This choice is for me. The future I wanna actualize, the thing I wanna have in the world. 
So this is not about everybody else. And what guilt does, for example, is it puts the attention on, well, they're going to do this and they're going to do this and they're going to do this. They have nothing to do with what it is you want to actualize in the world. And if they want to contribute and come along and they're your kids and whatever, and you can include them, yay. And if not, what the fuck are you going to choose? Because you can. So you're sitting there with guilt. You're like, well, I know this is a distractor implant. All right, well, what do you do with a distractor implant? Well, you pock and pod the distractor implant. Okay, well, everything this distractor implant is, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys, meons, and sometimes you have to loop that shit, right? Sometimes you're right in it, and you're like, I can't change it. All right, fine. So everywhere I'm buying guilt is real, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys, meons. What's the value of using guilt is another epic tool. What's the value of choosing guilt? Ask yourself that and then clear it and then ask yourself that and then clear it and ask yourself that and then clear it until you, um, <laughs> thank you, Tanya, until you get to the lightness and the space and the peace and ease of you, you're in somebody else's shit that's not real for you. Guilt, fear. You know what fear covers up? Your power and your potency. Every single time you tell yourself you're afraid, you are covering up your power and your potency. Every single time. Doubt keeps you in the constant questioning doubt of you. You never get to actually get to what you are capable of choosing. So there's something always underneath. There's something underneath distraction, always. It's distraction. Sex is a distractor implant. Love is a distractor implant. There's 5,000 billion definitions of love. What does it even mean? Nobody knows. But when you're being grateful for somebody, you're just being with them, right? Love is a total distractor implant. Some people use love to control and kill you. Some people use love to abuse you. Some people use love to just be grateful for you. Most don't. Most use love as a manipulation of some kind, right? So underneath the distraction, is what's truly available, is what you're truly aware of, is consciousness, awakeness, awareness. Are you willing to be that assertive, aggressively present with you to have what you're having? Listen, I don't know what most of what I want to create in the world looks like. I don't. I have been, I go through these phases where I get really wordless, even when I'm talking. <laughs> I'm so grateful sometimes for topics that are distractor implant topics or, you know, let's talk about interesting point of view because everything else I'm aware of, I don't know what, I don't know how to tell you. I can't tell you about it. Everything that I'm creating energetically, I can't talk about that. There's no words. So how do you, how do you create it then? You fucking keep going. You just keep choosing what's in front of you. What are the possibilities of day? What today? What are the choices I have available today? What would be fun to create? If I could, have, you know, you just start to instigate your own creative ability because it doesn't matter how those energies show up. You are them. You're the fucking gift. You are them. So it could show up as a bars business, it could show up as whatever this, I'm calling this business, my certified facilitator access consciousness class business. You know, it could show up as speaking, it could show up as fucking, I don't know, a USB cord, like whatever, it doesn't matter. Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. It's just me that does the judging. So if I'm being those energies, I can choose anything. And you can either let that be overwhelming or that can be an invitation to go, well, I can't fuck this up. <laughs> I can just 
go full on headlong into creating a bars business and not in a way I don't even know how to do it and just talk to every goddamn person about bars or just say, hey, listen, I have hands and you have a head. Should we meet up? You know? Um, and I can't fuck it up because consciousness includes me and I, it doesn't matter what I create anyway and that just looks fun. I just like putting my hands on people's heads. Okay, well, how many people's head? Could you have a head I could borrow? You know, like what? what's actually possible that you've not considered? Because you've been so busy judging and trying to get it right. Getting it right's not a distractor implant. That's just stupidity. <laughs> it's just stupidity. It's just unconsciousness. And we all do it so much, so much so. So, I have no idea what time it is. It feels like it's been an hour. It's only been 23 minutes. I guess, here's, here's the, oh man, if I were gonna give you a summary of the tools I would use if you're stopping yourself, I would, I would just begin to ask a different question. Cause so many, we just, if you go into trying to figure out why you're stopping yourself, you're sending yourself down a rabbit hole. You don't ain't never gonna come back up out of that rabbit hole until you figure it out that it's a rabbit hole. So you're down the rabbit hole until you get your head straight up your ass if you go into trying to figure out why you're stopping yourself. Straight up your ass with no lube. It's not that fun. If instead you go, well, what's the start beyond the stop? So I see that I'm stopping myself. So for me, I've got this second module. Hi, Marcella. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Susanna. This, uh, like for this class that I'm taking on creating a keynote speech. So there's this module number two that is actually creating and composing the speech. So I've got to look at for myself, what do I require to put in place where I know that I'll choose it, right? And for me, I need to go to a place that has no Wi-Fi, where it's just busy. I need to go to a cafe of some sort and I actually need to just listen to the course there and then get into a creative space, turn off my Slack, turn off my emails, turn off all my other stuff. Because for me to create that, I know I require that. You will always know what you require to move yourself forward right when you need to move yourself forward. Always, if you let yourself know. But you gotta be willing to move forward and you gotta be willing to ask a different question. So that's my start beyond the stop. Is like, okay, I know I need to create that for myself. So the next step is creating it. Okay, so where on my schedule do I wanna do that? Is it easier in the morning, easier in the afternoon? Like just asking myself questions. You guys all know how to do this. But you typically will do it for other people and not so much for yourself. There's no reason and justification for you to succeed. There's no reason and justification for you to fail. Both are just choices you have. And if you don't see them as choices, you'll be robbing yourself of the one thing that will empower you beyond anything else. They're both just choices. Do you know what success looks like? No. Do you have a sense of it? Sure. Do you probably need to get more clear on it? Maybe. Maybe you just need to start something. You know, maybe you just need to do a challenge and like throw up a Facebook page and put up a thing and try an opt-in and do, do a video and just see what happens. Right? Like, you might not have enough information yet and choice is what creates awareness. You can't have all the awareness before you start. The awareness comes as you start. And you don't know where to start, so you just start anywhere. And that's true for me when I'm expanding any part of my business, like adding things, like I'm gonna be adding a uh, swag store. We're starting a new club called Club Choice. I'm not exactly sure where to start that thing, so I just got onto Shopify. 
I actually just Googled like, how do you start a t-shirt store? I've been wanting to start a t-shirt store for like 18 years. I'm starting a t-shirt store. I, I think in t-shirt phrases. You guys are gonna have so many t-shirts, it's gonna be crazy. I don't know how to do that. So I just Googled it. I'm like, how do you start a t-shirt store? Um, there's something else that I've just chosen recently. Like recently, I've been looking at and dancing around and you know, playing with the idea of, of being a homeowner just for fun. I've never been one. Just not for me, not really want to. And then everything I've been asking for lately is like, yes, I want to start owning homes and then flipping them. And then like, that's something I've always wanted to do, but I've only ever dabbled in it. So I've now chosen it. And now I'm like, okay, so now who do I need to talk to to figure out how to get into this um, with not a lot of money down? Because I know there's people that do that. So how do they do that? But with that energy and those questions, that will show up for me. I think this is a good idea doesn't show that up so this is a terrible sum up <laughs> there's no bullet points here there's only paragraphs <laughs> but hopefully you've gotten something out of it I mean you get to succeed just because you can and for me For me, it's just not acceptable that the world continues on the way that it is. And I am a gift and you are a gift. And if we have something that can contribute to creating a change on this planet, I'm in. And I'm gonna support the people that are creating a change on this planet. And I'm gonna give my money to people that are creating a change, that are creating a sustainable future for me, for the planet. You know, bars is not just bars. It's empowering somebody with the awareness that they never knew they've always had. Access consciousness tools and a certified facilitator business isn't just a certified facilitator business. I'm facilitating, being, inviting people, you guys, to choose more, to be all that you are. Because right now, the people that are being loudest are the Trumps and the evangelical misogynists who make hundreds of millions of dollars. And it's starting to change, but it's just starting to change. And without me, it can't change as much as it could. But I've got to be willing to choose and know that. And it's taken a while, but I'm, I'm there whatever, however long it takes, whatever the fuck it takes. Who cares how long it takes for you to get to where you need to be to recognize how great you are? Who cares? You can get there. Ask the universe to show you. But it's not acceptable to me that I live on a planet that, you know, where the, the primary choices are just destruction of it. Why would that be acceptable to you? Why would that be acceptable to those of us that can actually be the change? And it's not about fighting what they're doing. It's about creating in a totally different direction. And consciousness is the direction. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to look any one way. You don't have to start an access consciousness business. You gotta be willing to be the reality beyond this reality, which is beyond distractor implants and beyond limitation and beyond anything you've decided is wrong with you. Be that. That's the gift. And then if you have the inclination to create something that invites more people to be that, then be that. 
But you choosing to be that will be the gift. You choosing to be that will create a different space on the planet for all of us to choose. So succeed, don't succeed, create a business, don't create a business, but whatever you do, man, don't just, don't just like kill yourself in the stop. Don't you go looking for the why, that's this reality. Go looking for what's beyond that. What's beyond this that I haven't considered? What choices do I have here that I haven't considered? Who am I that I haven't been wanting to claim? That's the brave choice. And you guys have that. You have that available to you if you're willing. You fucking got here, you crafty motherfuckers. So that's it. That's all I'm gonna stop preaching at you because now I'm over my time. I adore you. So grateful for you. And if you think this would contribute to somebody, I'd be grateful if you share it with them. And what else is possible? What's beyond? What's beyond the stop? I can't wait to find out. If you wanna come play in my six month program, we start on Wednesday, private message me and I'll get you the link. See you soon.